Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Welcome back to the Morning Delight and the nice song that you just heard there was Anita Wilson with Have Your Way. Anita Wilson is just one of the greatest uh, songwriters and worshippers that we've been blessed with in the body of Christ. And I'm just elated and delighted, you know, to be able to just be a be here to hear such music, such composure and such eloquence in terms of music, in terms of worship that is, you know, given back to God and allowing him and saying, Lord, have your way. We're saying have your way in our lives, have your way in our health, have your way in our uh, situations have your way in every area in every aspect of our life we're not saying have your way in certain areas and certain areas you shouldn't but we're saying god even in our finances have your way even in our health uh you know workplaces in our schools lord we are saying have your way there as well just going back into the word um still in the book of acts chapter chapter 8 and we are now focusing from verse verse 4 because i think we just ended at verse 3 we were speaking about um so going around everywhere devastating the church and taking people out of their homes one by one and putting them in jail so verse 4 says but the believers who fled uh, jerusalem went everywhere preaching the gospel about jesus so even though the people the believers who were left in jerusalem were being arrested but then those who fled went out there and still proclaimed the name of jesus still proclaimed the gospel of jesus christ and still went out there uh, speaking about christ and who he is and what he does and how he like you know just everything about him his might his glory his majesty how he just goes about you know preaching and people just being happy about it and just being elated about all that he is doing. And it's just one of the amazing things that we look at. And when you think about it, you realize, you know what, this this is amazing. This is important. This is just this is just incredible when you think about it. So they went about the told, telling the people about the Messiah. Um so as it's saying that you know what they went about it was telling people about who the Messiah is and yeah, all great things about him. And that's just that's just one of the great things that we get to, you know, see and even hear regarding Jesus Christ and, and the gospel, right? So verse 6 says, Crowds listened intently to what he had to say because of the miracles he did. You know, we hear that, um, oh no, verse 4, But the believers who had fled Jerusalem went everywhere preaching about the good news about Jesus. Verse 5, Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Verse 6, yes, this is is where I was. I had skipped verse 5. Christ listened intently to what he had to say because of the miracles he did. So it means Philip did a lot of miracles uh, there. And because of the miracles that he did in, in Samaria, you know, people listened to him and they listened intently to what he had to say because of the miracles that he, he did there through the power of Jesus Christ. And many evils, many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims. And many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in the city. 
a man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, claiming to be someone great. So there was another person who was there, but who was claiming that, you know what, I'm a sorcerer, I know it all, I'm in charge, I do this and that. So he was claiming to be a sorcerer, like he was there, and then Philip coming in there and, you know, setting people free, showing people, you know what, Christ has come so that you may have life and life in abundance. So that is just some of the things that, you know, they had to understand. And as soon as they understood that, they were free, you know, free. Christ comes, you know, to free us. Christ comes to redeem us. And as soon as you are redeemed and as soon as you are free, there is no way that you can literally, you know, be bound again unless you want to be bound. Like there is no way that, you know, because Christ has set you free. So the only way for you to be bound, the only way for you to just take, uh, to be, to live in sin and live that, that life that you were living is for you to just willingly go back there. So it says here, uh, verse 10, the Samaritan people uh, from the least to the greatest often spoke of him as the great one, the power of God. And we see this now that there are a lot of preachers out there who are calling themselves with names. Others are being called by other people with names. They'll be like, so in the Bible, it says here in verse 10 that they, others often spoke of him as the great one or uh, the power of God. So looking at it and understanding that, you know what? With everything that's happening now, nothing is new. All the things that are happening now have happened before. It's just more of a, a repetition of you know things that had happened in the past. So looking at it and understanding, we look at it and we see that, you know what? All the people who are calling themselves names, the one who are calling themselves the prophet of electricity of whatever they call it, this has been happening. And we see that this has been happening through a sorcerer. So we shouldn't be surprised when we hear such things, but we should just look at it as the Bible being fulfilled and the, and the speaking of the Bible. And we see the, the realness of it and the reality of it. So meaning in whatever the Bible wants us about, we need to be like, literally we need to be focused. We need to be like on the lookout and understand that sometimes it's not that, you know what we don't understand. And sometimes because we undermine the very given word of God that has been given to us freely. So, so verse 11 says that he was very influential because of the magic he performed. Okay, so he performed magic. So we hear Philip actually was healing people, doing great things, doing great exploits, but using what? He was doing it through the power that Christ has placed in him. So verse 12 says, But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the great miracles and signs Philip performed. Okay. So verse 12 tells us that uh, this, like the people, right, believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. And as a result, many men and women were baptized, right? So this is what happened. Even though there was a, a sorcerer, but many men and women were baptized. So this is what we need now. We need genuine people of God, genuine men and women of God who will speak the word of God without, you know, uh, w without diluting it, without trying, you know, to buy face, without trying to, uh, be accepted by, you know, uh, the society, the community, but, you know, intently doing it to a point where, you know what, it's all God and it has nothing to do with you to a point where, you know, we, we are like um, 
Stephen, who was able to tell God that Christ Jesus received my spirit, because you know you are in right standing with Him. How many people, like a lot of people who are Christians, can never, not in the slightest, say, "Okay, God, receive my spirit." I don't know any who will ever say that. Let's listen to a great song by William Sijake, and I'll be back as we will be continuing speaking about the Book of Acts. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530 Six eight zero five or zero seven four double nine five nine zero eight five. Our I am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Hear the word and renew your life on six five seven AM. Welcome back. We are still listening to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM. You can also catch us on DSTV Channel Audio 882. Alternatively, stream us online on www.radiopulpit.co.za. Another alternative is for you to download our amazing app on your Play Store App Store to have a great time with us. Just looking forward to a lot of great things that we'll be looking forward to this time of the year. And yeah, I'm just elated, you know, as... A lot of things will be happening and we'll just be focusing on them. And yeah, man, just doing a lot of great things for ourselves, for our lives this year and this season. And just yeah, focusing on God and investing in our relationship and our journey with God more than ever. My name is Rafil. I'm with you every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. Just elated to be here and spending time with my fellow family, my fellow brethren. And we're still speaking about the book of Acts 8. And we were we were on verse 13 where it says that then Simon baptized. Uh, oh, yes, 13. Then Simon uh, himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip. Remember, Simon was the sorcerer, right? So he also got born again. So that means it is our responsibility as children of God to go and call every person. It doesn't mean if a person is a sorcerer, if a person's life is in a, a tragic way, we can't preach to them. We, can, we have to live the word of God. We have to live the life, like literally portray the love of God to them and live the life that we are being called to so that we can win them over and they get to believe and we baptize them in the name of Christ. You know, so it continues by saying he began following Philip wherever he went and he was amazed by the great miracles and signs Philip performed. When the apostles back in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for those new Christians to receive the Holy Spirit. This is amazing. As much as Philip was there, but then we understand that Philip... You know, this is something that we actually undermine, right? We undermine the pastors that God has put in our lives. And we think that because they are there, we don't have to do anything. So this is what happened. Philip was there in Samurai. He preached the gospel. People believed. 
and people got baptized. But then Peter and John actually came in and he ins- they ensured that the new Christians received the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we undermine our leaders because we think that we have it figured out, we have it all together. Yes, as much as, you know, a journey with God is a personal thing, it's something that, you know, personally we walk in it and we just become better in it. We need to understand as well that, you know what, there's just so many things that we can easily, you know, uh, miss out on. And we don't want to miss out on anything. We don't want to miss out on all the great things that God has actually put in store for us, has put aside for us personally. You know, and in all that, uh, we understand that uh, it says in verse, uh, it's in verse 16, the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Philip had only baptized them in the name of Jesus. And then Peter and John came in and baptized them in the Holy Spirit. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers and they received the Holy Spirit. Do not literally add like ever in your life think that you know what you don't need other believers think that you don't need someone who uh, who has walked the journey before you because you need that it is their story plus your story plus other believers story that when it comes together it gives you a bigger picture of who God is it gives us a broader picture of where we are in our journey with God and you get to understand that you know what that I'm going somewhere with this there's somewhere that I'm going definitely I'm going somewhere with this and then it says, but Peter uh, replied, may your money. Oh, no. OK, I've just skipped something. OK, so we were still in um, verse uh, six, uh, verse 17. Yes. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon those believers and they received the Holy Spirit. When someone saw that the Holy Spirit was given when the apostles placed their hands upon people's head, he offered money to buy this power. This is something that we do a lot. And sometimes we allow um sorcerers to come and exploit us and that is on us it's not on the sorcerers they come in we make a conscious decision that you know what we're going to do this we're going to do that but we need to understand that every individual it's your responsibility to ensure that you know the word of god you study the word of god not only hear it you can hear a word that has been spoken at church but you can still choose to go home and study it to ensure that you know what what was said was it true or not before getting yourself involved in anything right and then it continues by saying, um, he offered money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. So this is um, someone who's trying to buy this power. And what he's doing is wrong because you cannot buy the power of God. Remember, the word says that freely we have been given so that freely uh, we, we have to give as well. And so verse 19 says, let me have this power to he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, may your money perish with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this for your heart is not right before God. Remember, God looks at your heart. If your heart is not right before him, there is nothing that he can do. There is literally nothing that he can do. You can go all over thinking that, you know what, God will do this, God will do that. But if you're right, your heart is not right with God, there is nothing that will be done. Let's take a break and listen to yeah, an amazing song and we'll be back after this. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. And you are still listening to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit AM 657. You can also catch us on DSTV Channel Audio 882. Also, 
you can catch us on www.radiopulpit.co.za and also download our amazing app uh, for easier convenience to be with us on the move anywhere at any time. Just excited to be speaking about the word with you. And the amazing song there that we listened to by Yolanda Adams, their good shepherd. Still on the book of Acts. This is what we'll be speaking. We'll continue actually speaking on it and just di- diving straight into it. Right. As we were saying that um, we see here what in verse uh, 18 and 19 where, where Simon wanted to buy uh, the gift of the Holy Spirit from uh, Paul, from from rather John and Peter, and then uh, Peter replied, "But may your money perish with you for thinking God's gift can be bought." This is in verse twenty. You know when it says twenty one that you can have no part in this, for your heart is not right before God. So moving along, um, they mentioned that turn from your wicked and pray to God. Perhaps He will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see that you are full of bitterness and held captive by sin. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things won't happen to me. After testifying and preaching you know, the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem. And they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news to them too. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south down uh, the desert down, the, down that runs down uh, from Jerusalem to Gaza. So it's like the Holy Spirit was directing him, giving him direction, telling direction and telling him, okay, child, like you were done in Samaria. You're done with all that you had to do. People were born again. Uh, Peter and John came and they, you know, prayed for the gift of the Holy Spirit to be upon them. And that happened. So now there is another task that I need from you. So verse 27 says, so he did. And he met a treasurer of Ethiopia and an Inuk. Of great authority under the queen of Ethiopia, the eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning seated in his carriage. He was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk along beside the carriage. Peter ran over and had the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. So he asked, Do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, how can I when there is no one to instruct me? And he begged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. So this is what's happening. Um, the Holy Spirit told Philip where to go. And when he got to the area where the Holy Spirit had told him to go, the Holy Spirit now tells him, uh, this is what I want you to do. Then he does what the Holy Spirit says. We see it in verse 29 where he says, go over and walk along the bedside. Uh, the carriage, Philip ran over and had the man reading from the prophet Isaiah, you know. So this man was busy reading uh, scriptures and that's that's what was happening. That's what Philip found him. And as that was happening, uh, the man begged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. Then uh, verse 32 says, the passage of the scripture he had been reading was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb is silent before the shares. He did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Peter, was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? So Pete, so Philip, uh, so the eunuch asked Philip, was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else? So Philip began with the same scripture, then used uh, many others to tell the good news about Jesus Christ. 
So here's the thing, you know, most of us, the, the Holy Spirit literally tells us, go speak to that person, go speak to that person. But how many of us actually do that? How many of us actually can even hear when the Holy Spirit speaks to us? How many of us have been prayed for the power of the Holy Spirit to be upon our lives? You know, we focus on things that have nothing to do with God so much. Or we don't even, you know, go through the process of learning about God and learning about ourselves in Christ to a point where when things are a mess, we now want to go back. You know, and we can't just act out of disobedience and then expect things to work out, you know, in an amazing way, you know, and because it's not going to, it's not going to work like that. In everything that, you know, that you do, there has to be consistency. You you build towards anything good. You don't just wake up and that good thing is here. You build towards it. That's what we need to learn. We need to learn that we have to build towards anything good that we want. And building towards anything good that you want will ensure that, you know what, when you have received, you know, the results of your hard work, you're able to appreciate everything. It's different. I mean, people who... We've seen stories of people. There's this show I've seen on TV. Um, the name of the show, it's called I Blew It Right. It's it within that show that, you know, we get to um, hear and see that, you know what, people, when they get money, they didn't work hard for. And if also their mindset, their mindset was not ready and uh, able to sustain what they had, they were able to lose out on the money that they had gotten in less than a year. I mean, the last time I saw it was when they were speaking about a story of a lady who got 13.9 million and in less than six months, she was at zero. And all that, it shows you that this person, literally, there was no consistency, there was no discipline, there was no financial literacy, nothing, none whatsoever. So we need to come to a place where we have to understand that in all things that we need, we need to work hard. It's a build-up. You don't just wake up and you're a millionaire. You need to work towards or else you won't learn to appreciate it. There are other people who are born into wealth and they are taught how to multiply it. And if you know you are not taught, if you know you are like me and then opportunities were not that available, they're not that much, you need to work towards something because the minute someone just gives you something on a silver platter, you'll never learn to appreciate it or you'll never learn how to multiply it. So just some of the things, you know, that as as children of God, we need to learn that even in our journey with God, we need to learn how to work towards it. You know, it's not something that you don't, you don't just get born again today and tomorrow you're way up, you know, praying for people, saving uh, souls and, you know, baptizing people. There is a process that you have to go through. You become a child then you grow then as and you grow as to us to being an adult. So nothing happens that shows that, you know what, you can't just uh, be born and then start walking and eating meat. It doesn't happen again. Even the Bible says that. Let's listen to Lungindala and we'll be back to actually just close up on this amazing uh, topic of, yeah, of today. The words of the Lord are words of life. Your heart is on 657 AM. Welcome back. You're still listening to the Morning Delight on Radio Pulpit 657 a.m. It's very, very good for us to, you know, come and spend, you know, some time with God before tackling your day, before tackling whatever it may be. Still speaking uh, about the book of the book of Acts, um, it says here, yeah, so it continues by saying, so verse, verse 35, right? Um, 
So Philip began with the same scripture and then used many others to tell him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, Look, there is some water. Why can't I be baptized? I don't know, whatever Philip was telling him literally convinced that man that he needed to be baptized. Hey, And Philip said, if, though be- if you believe with all your heart and um, and all your mind, and that he, the Enoch, answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And then this is what um, Philip said. He ordered the carriage to stop and then uh, went down into the water. And Philip, okay, no, yeah, and then Philip baptized him. So Philip baptized him. He was so intrigued by the word that Philip was saying to a point that Philip even, like, he wanted to be baptized immediately. So Philip baptized him. When they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away. The Enoch never saw him away again, but went on his way. Meanwhile, Philip found himself further north at the city of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in the city along the way until he came to Caesarea. Okay, I think let's look at verse 39 in other translations. Because, you know, the way like looking at it, I don't want to say something then I I lose out on, on the core of it. Okay, looking at the ESV version says, And when they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away. Okay, uh, and the Enoch saw him no more and went on his way rejoicing. Okay, so let's look at another translation. That was the ESV. Then the Amplified said, And when they came up to the water, the Spirit of the Lord suddenly caught away Philip, and the Enoch saw him no more. Okay, um, let's see another translation. Let's see the New King James. What's the New King James saying? Now when they came out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the Enoch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. Okay, that's another. Uh, I think let's check two two more translations, right? Yeah, let's do that uh, and see what they... Let's check uh, the message translation, what it says and... Yeah, just get to see what it actually means. When they came out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip off. And that was the last time the Enoch saw him. But he didn't mind. He had what he had come for and went down the road as happy as he could be. Okay, then one more translation. And then I believe we'll be done with all these translations. Okay, let's just go into the NLT. Then the NLT is saying... When they came up of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The Enoch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Okay, I think this is the, the translation that I'll just stick to for now. So, the the Holy Spirit literally uh, snatched Philip away. I mean, these are things that we usually see in movies, that someone moving from, it's like, uh, what do they call it, transporting? Is it transporting what? Where someone moves from a certain location uh, and is in another one. Oh, no, it's not transport. It's a uh, telepotion. Yes. So they're quite similar. So hence I, so hence I, yeah, I thought that was it. So it shows us here that, you know what, the Holy Spirit teleported Philip and took him into another country. And yeah, and I mean, he found himself further north at the town of Azotas. 
And he preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. So it shows us that, you know what, nothing is impossible with God. Sometimes we limit what we know about God and we don't want to be those type of people. So in all that, let us you know be people who understand the word, who like, do not even limit what God can do in your life. Understand where you are with God and allow him to see all your weaknesses and just open up yourself to the change that he's about to do in your life and the move that he's about to make in your life. Allow him to do that freely, actually. Let's listen to Israel Moseta. This, oh my word, this, has, this guy is amazing. I've loved him since I was... I think in high school, that's how long ago it has been. Yo, I don't even remember the last time I was in high school, but I've loved him for a very long time. Quite genuine and authentic. Welcome back. Of course, this is still the morning delight on Radio Pulpit 657 AM. We have come to the end of the show. What an amazing time we had. What an amazing uh, day it has been. Just looking forward to just, you know, continuing spending time with you. I am delighted, family. Just so grateful, you know, to get to spend time of fellowship with you. This is the, the end of today's show. So we'll be with you next week. Um, Same time, same place. Remember, we are on every Sunday morning between 3 and 5 a.m. Um, looking forward to hearing from you looking forward to just you know delighting in the word with you so excited and elated to just you know fellowshipping with you family more than anything hope you'll be doing uh, your own study of the word in the book of acts uh, and next week we'll also be moving into uh, different uh, dimensions still in the book of Acts new chapters just dwelling in there and just getting deep into the word and understanding certain things that we can easily miss out on uh, and I believe that if you study the word now by next week when we continue you know you would have been ahead of me and I believe the certain questions that you have Probably by the time we get the next week, uh, Sunday, you would be getting answers and allowing God, you know, to speak through me as well so that we get to have a great time. So from Miri Fula and the Radio Pulpit family, we love you and have a great Sunday. Have a great week and just just enjoy yourself. There is radio and radio and then there is 657 AM. Can you hear the difference?